1: Hey everyone, Uh, just jumping in quickly at the beginning here to say, first of all, a huge thank you to Henry and Joss for jumping on to an interview with us. Uh, First of all, delightful. Just the best, guys. Second of all, sorry that it's been so long. We recorded this a few months after the season had wrapped, once things had calmed down a little bit for everyone. But that was a few months ago now, and so some of the things we talk about don't really make sense chronologically but I think you'll still enjoy it nonetheless. The other thing I wanted to say quickly was that we start this interview with a very funny but maybe slightly PG story about something that happened to Henry after Lego as a result of Lego. Um, it's it's pretty chill. Like, it's nothing crazy, but I know sometimes people like to listen to this podcast uh, with younger children talking about Lego and that sort of thing, and usually we are very family-friendly. Um, so it's like a soft PG. It's really nothing crazy, But just in case you want to skip that, once he starts telling the story, skip to about 6 minutes 20. And then we're all good to go the rest of the time. Nothing crazy, pretty mild. Just wanted to let you know in case you have some little ears. Um, But otherwise, it's a fun, family-friendly show as per usual.
2: You're listening to Lego Masters. Deconstructed.
3: Yeah, it's just been so long. I barely remember how to do it. Wait, no, you do
1: the welcome back to... No, 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 that's before...
2: Welcome to Lego Masters
1: Deconstructed. That's your
2: line. (laughs) No,
1: that happens before this bit. I'm going to record that separately and no one needs to hear me say that.
2: (laughs) I was going to say, can we not get Henry to do it? (laughs)
1: I think that's a good plan. Henry, how do you feel? Yep. What's what's the line? Um, (laughs) Welcome back to Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast. Oh, that's right.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's like I never left. (laughs) (laughs) All right, take it away right now.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I do it,
4: man. I believe in you. Welcome back to Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast.
1: Woo-hoo! Amazing. 10 out of Did I 10. nail it? I'm using that in every episode opener from now on. I'm to copy yeah. and paste it.
4: It's the intro. <laughs> People will get so sick of my voice.
2: Now, now can you say this is a hostile takeover and Goss edition?
4: <laughs> hey guys, this is a hostile takeover <laughs> <laughs>
1: As you guys listening can probably tell, we are joined today by some special guests, Henry and Joss, the winners, obviously, of the latest and greatest season. No offense, Michael. Uh, (laughs) Time has passed, but I think our fondness for their builds has only grown. Zoe, what do you reckon?
3: Yeah, very excited to have this season's winners on the podcast. Finally, we did tease an interview a very long time ago. We've (laughs) finally gotten around to organizing it. Henry and Joss, thank you so much for joining us today.
5: Oh, thank you. Hello, and thank you for having us. Yeah, I thought you'd never ask. (laughs) Here we are.
3: So tell us, how was your experience on the show? Obviously, you won, which is an amazing outcome. But overall, how was it and how has it been since finishing?
5: Look, honestly, it was like time of our lives. Well, I mean, mine at least. I can't speak for Henry, but it was just, it was an absolute joy. And I don't think that I was quite ready for how much it would change our lives like life has gotten significantly busier since lego masters mm. but all in good ways yeah i think i'd I'd second that i'm happy for you to speak for me there joss um <laughs> it was
4: definitely time of your life and you know lo- lots of good things come from it
1: what's been the the best moment post lego masters finishing that's happened then oh uh, um,
4: that's a really good question um there's one that was a bit of a funny story but I don't know if it's appropriate. But um,
1: why don't you tell us? And if it if it's okay. yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll just go nuts. Um,
4: cool. I went to this um like it was a car dealership, a like used car yard sort of deal, <laughs> and uh, this man who was working there recognized me, and he was like, "Hang on, are you are you the guy from from Lego Masters?" And I was like. Yeah, I'm, I'm also just a person, but yes, I was, on, <laughs> I was on the show.
1: I'm not just a piece of Lego.
4: Yeah, I'm not <laughs> the character Henry from Lego Masters, but he was like, oh, that's awesome. And then he, you know, he had to tell everyone he worked with, he was like, the Lego Masters here. And then the boss sort of came downstairs and was like, oh, that's crazy. He was like, so how far did you get? And I was like, oh, well, actually, like, me and my brother went on together and we won. He's like, whoa, so you know a bit about Lego, right? I was like, yeah. He's like, what do you know about um, porn? What? <laughs> Wait, I <was> what? Like, <laughs> he, yeah, he was like, why don't, why don't you come into my office? I want to show you something. And I was like, all right, well, this is, this is just bizarre. <laughs> yeah. And the man had an obscene amount of um, very special magazines.
2: Magazines?
4: Yeah, yep, special, special magazines. And he <laughs> said, what's your, what's your birthday, mate? And I told him and then he shuffled through his very well organized collection and he gave me the <laughs> the special magazine of my birth <laughs> month. And oh he said my gosh. Good on you for winning Lego Masters. <laughs>
2: how were the um, how were the pages? Were they stuck together or <laughs> <laughs>
4: No, it was actually it was perfectly like sealed wow. and everything. Like it was all very very fresh,
1: I suppose. That is not where I expected that story to go. Oh yeah. Full of twists and so Has he
3: seen the show? Like, does he not understand that it's like a family-friendly show? Like, why, why did he think that the two were, were leave?
4: I think it was just all he had. And he was like, i got to give this guy something. i got to <laughs> show my appreciation. And that's just, that's this man's love language, I suppose. Um, so when you, when you say the best thing, I think that was the funniest <laughs> thing that's happened. Yeah. But I don't know if it was really the, the nicest <laughs> experience. It was very strange oh, and a bit frightening. Crazy.
1: Did you end up getting a car
4: from those people? Uh, believe it or not, no. Um, uh, I do believe that. Shocking.
3: I mean, if you really cared, he
4: probably could have just given me a car instead of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> essentially just patterned paper. But um, it was it was a nice sentiment, I guess. It was a good a good gesture. It was, yeah, I think. <laughs> I don't know. It's his own. Per- it's his love language. It's very strange.
2: Okay. Well, maybe we can maybe we can change it a little bit more towards a, a Lego conversation versus. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry.
4: Yeah. Completely uh, off the rails. Immediately.
2: This one's for for either of you. So obviously on the show, you know, previously previous builders we've there's been a lot of very similar stuff in terms of the way you build. And I'd say you guys were the first team to come on and build in a completely different way to the way everyone did it. And we can certainly see that through through the build, especially with the use of things like flex tubes and, and that sort of thing. Where did where did the the creative juices come from for you guys to use Lego in that way? And what tips do you have for our young builders out there to get into that sort of building? What a
5: lovely question. Oh, that is a lovely question. <laughs> um I sort of like, I fell in love with FlexTube like a couple of years ago when I just sort of, you know, realized that it was, um, it was sort of a way to go off grid with Lego. Like, mm. you know, it sort of frees you from the confines of sort of like building on that sort of on stud, as people call it. Um, and yeah, like I sort of quickly realized I didn't have enough of it. So I was always ordering more and more and then going on Lego Masters and seeing the insane supply that they have of it. Just went nuts and Brickman roasted us for it a couple of times, but I don't know. <laughs> If it works, why not?
1: How did he roast you? Was he like haha, you're too? Interesting.
5: <laughs> uh word for word, he said Flextube again. Are you one trick ponies? Ah. Mm-hmm. So uh we had to we had to show him that we could do things other than with FlexTube. I mean, to be fair, a lot of the stuff that uh, Brickman is built on the show, uses
4: two-by-fours exclusively, so <laughs> I don't know if he's really got a position there.
2: Wow. This is just got to dig at Brickman. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, let's discuss that. How did you find it working with Brickman? Because obviously he is a very talented person, but I feel like there were times when it seemed like you guys kind of butted heads and he maybe... Thought you could do more, or could or could do different. Like, how how did you manage that day to day?
4: Yeah, I think it was um, it was definitely a bit of a learning curve because it it sort of hurts a bit because you go, oh, mm. damn, like the judge doesn't like what we're doing or something. But mm, yeah. uh, you could sort of tell, especially like towards the end,
5: that he was always doing it because he wanted to like mm. push us as much as he could. Yeah, and in um, hindsight, you know, I'm very thankful for it because it sort of pushed us to do more different, mm. interesting things than what we normally would and that kind of, you know, made us realise that we were good at doing more things than we thought and meant that our sort of portfolio, I guess, on the show was a lot more diverse and, you know, sort of pushed ourselves a lot more. So, you know, it's it's tough to hear it at the moment, yeah, like Henry said, but it really is for the better.
2: And I guess... Where do you guys draw your inspiration from? Because, again, a lot of very different ideas. I can't imagine there would have been too many people on the show that went, I'm going to build a giant kaiju fighting a mecha crab for their final <laughs> build. Um, where does where does that sort of inspiration come from? Is it something you do outside? Do you you know, do things like model making or diorama making to inspire you in in that way? Or is it just your brain works in a freaky way and...
4: I think yeah, just I think those? it's just like Joss and I obviously being siblings we grew up watching all the exact same movies and you know being into the same shows and video games and stuff so like we have the same same sort of ideas of what is cool I think <laughs> where we just go you know rarely do we both look at something or a movie and have a
5: disagreement
4: on you know things about it
5: I think we both are Unanimously think that Godzilla is the coolest thing ever. So yeah, big time. <laughs> um, and
4: obviously, Pacific Rim was a huge one
5: for, <laughs> for sure for that final build.
4: You know, even like having the two pilots in the in the crab.
5: We actually like started off um, like conceptualizing that idea pretty early. Like when you do your application um, for Lego Masters, like they ask you if you had like unlimited bricks and so and so hours, what would you make, and um, what I put for my answer was um, I'd do Godzilla or some kind of giant kaiju like inside a cyberpunk city just kind of destroying things and then something coming to save the day. So really didn't end up being too
2: far off that, but, you know. Mm. And you, and you you talk about applying for the show. Obviously, it's a bit of a process. How or why did it take you so long, Joss especially, given your body of work? to decide this is the year was it you were just hoping for all the all the previous builders to be to go on and be done before (laughs) you went on to make it easier or uh
5: no actually i applied for season one um with my friend andrew who you guys might follow him already on instagram he goes by luigi1456andrew i am familiar yeah i i work with him at the lego store and we're good friends and we applied together for season one but just didn't make it on and the head producer of the show encouraged us to apply for the next season and we did apply for season two again but didn't hear a word so didn't apply for season three and then something was just missing yeah season four (laughs) i was like you know what maybe i shouldn't apply with andrew (laughs) no yeah i was just like you know if i'm gonna go on i want to do it with someone who you know i can sort of bounce off well you know knows me inside and out and you know, is a is a good artist and builder to boot. So thanks, mate. Mm.
2: And so <laughs> and so you decided to bring the best Henry the competition's ever seen. Yeah, that's <laughs> <all> right.
1: <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> young Big Henry. Cole. Young
2: Henry. That's right.
1: And
3: so, how did you guys find it working together? Was it easy? Because obviously you know each other so well, and and how you think. Did that was that an advantage to you, or did you like butt heads and we just didn't see it? I
4: think it definitely was an advantage, uh, <laughs> and it was. Also, really, like advantage for our building, but maybe not for like TV sake. Because Joss and I have known each other for a while. Needless to say,
2: your um, whole li- your whole life, Henry.
4: That's right. And I, I missed a few of Joss's early years, but I, I was busy, and you didn't miss <laughs> much. Yeah, there you go. And I, yeah, I remember our first first time on set episode 1 we were just uh, dead quiet because we don't we didn't have much to talk about we were just like all right well let's just uh, rip yeah. in and yeah let's uh, let's build a sea monster N- yeah. no further words said. Yep, it was like all right well let's just build so every time we'd speak to each other it was just what do you think about doing this or like mm. how do i build this and then yeah you know, more because often Joss followed is always by asking yep, for love it. instructions
1: <laughs> i'm sure the
2: producers <laughs> would have loved that
4: Oh, big time!
1: <laughs> yeah, they were absolutely stoked. Did you feel like they were pushing you guys to create drama or disagree, or at any point, or do you think they just sort of gave up on getting any drama from you guys?
5: Thankfully, no. I don't think they did. No, really push that. Yeah, I, I found that they really
4: weren't. You know, a lot of a lot of people have the like idea that TV shows it's all super orchestrated and everything, but. Mm. Um, There really wasn't much of that. It was like if someone was stressed, obviously they'd film that because that's, you know, that's more interesting than someone just having a blast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it was all very real, I found. I don't know about your experiences, Michael, but, yeah, we we were never pushed to be, you know, if anything, we were encouraged to be ourselves Mm -hmm. because, you know, he was saying, like, you guys are very quiet, but I've seen Offset, you're very talkative, so just relax, which was nice. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, unfortunately for me, I was nowhere—not even halfway as talented, halfway near as talented. So it <laughs> made it a bit harder for me. Um, speaking of, you know, that side of it and the the produce side of it, how and in the off screen, how did you get along with your fellow castmates?
5: Oh, uh, look, honestly, I think you know I've made friends for life through this, and you know, a, a couple of um, a couple of uh, people from the show are even going to be groomsmen at. A wedding so oh
0: my
2: gosh yeah. yeah thanks for that invitation it was fantastic
5: <laughs> i didn't even know that we haven't rolled our invitations yeah um i've i've already asked alex and she's going to be one of my groomsmen <laughs> um, how does how does, how does that
2: make you feel henry
5: oh that's just fine yep and, love um, it as long as she didn't take uh best man because that's no, henry's henry's still best man and i'm also going to ask um trent and paul if they want to be groomsmen as well but um, it just, I, I haven't actually asked them yet. I was waiting until the next time I saw them in person. So if this rolls out before I've asked them, uh, you guys down?
2: <laughs> yeah, you've,
1: congratulations, you've
2: just dated this episode. So <laughs> good work. Uh, this is amazing.
1: Uh, quick editor's note as I'm editing. We recorded this ages ago, like months ago. My bad. Uh, so I, I wonder what's happened there. I guess we'll have to find out one day.
2: Uh, what about you, Henry? Any, any hot gossip? That we that we should know about that <laughs> that Women's Weekly is going to have a field day with or not really?
4: Nah, just nothing happened. They're an <laughs> all right bunch, I reckon. But yep, good mates. <laughs> cool.
2: Okay. It's yeah. I, I, all right. That's that's all. I, I, all right. under, I understand what the producers are talking about now.
4: Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is
4: exactly it. No, good good people. I reckon. I reckon we lucked out with our season. Um, no no shade. By the way, everyone. You know, I'm sure it's like that, you know, for every season you think, oh, yeah, these are the best
2: bunch of people, but, you know. But like, deep, deep really down, everyone like. knows season three was the best season. Moving on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
4: say. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Yeah.
2: So post show, obviously we talked a little bit about the, the stuff you did. What what do you reckon is next in your Lego journeys? Oh
5: well, um, I'm going to Denmark in September to um Whoa. It, in in the um in our like bios it says that I've got a thing X ex, like exhibited in Lego House, but that actually hasn't happened yet. That's what's happening in September. Oh um, cool! I'm going to Lego House to. Um, do an installation there and have some stuff in the Masterpiece
2: Gallery, which is really exciting. Did you say do an installation? Yeah,
5: so I'm I'm like putting some stuff to be displayed there for about a year.
2: That's amazing. That is. Congratulations. Do you want to explain to people that process and what that looked like for you? Because I, I can't imagine there's too many builders in the world, let alone Australia, that would be familiar with it. Yeah,
5: so um, I was fortunate enough to um have Lego reach out to me. Um, in i think it was late 2019 actually um and say that because every year they do a rotation where they like pick a couple of builders to fly them out to Denmark and uh, get them to have some put some stuff on display in the in the lego house and i was supposed to go in 2020 but uh covid happened and you know there was a lot of border restrictions for 2 years um but now twenty twenty two finally is the year where I get to go over there, and it's lucky thing too, because i 've managed to make a few more things than I was originally intending to bring over
2: so how How long is that process for you? Is that you know, a day or two or a week or a month
5: um, it'll actually just be a day that i 'm like actually uh, putting things in there, but i'm going to be staying in Denmark for about a week
2: yeah, cool super Amazing. exciting That's so I'm cool. hoping
5: to meet a few people that i've looked up to for a long time who live in Denmark and Work for Lego and hopefully get my foot in the door. <laughs> awesome!
3: So Lego, if you are listening, that was Joss's official application for whatever like high up brick man jobs you've got going on. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> flex tube man, flex tube, flex tube man, man. Yeah. Love it. That's me, pipe
4: man. <laughs> what about for you, Henry? Uh, like what? What other Lego stuff
2: happening? Hard and be Lego it can be be
4: whatever. Oh well, I'm going to buy that. Um, lego bowser and that's about it man i (laughs) i reckon that's a wicked set i really want it i just have to make a lot of space in my room because i have none and other than that yeah not much not much lego-ness going on
3: where would we find more lego your room or the brick pit because I just imagine you guys
4: have so much. Oh, well, I just have a small room, see? So <laughs> <laughs> it's, feels faster. A, it's not a lot of Lego. It's just a, not a lot of space. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, it's really funny because just about every surface that could have other things on it at the moment has just got Lego sets. It was funny because like before the show, I only had uh, one Lego set in my room. Oh, wow. And I'm, yeah. And I've just, <laughs> just haven't stopped. Which is really funny. I just, um, I don't know. I built Lego a lot as a kid, but just didn't really have the time
2: for it. I guess. Yeah, okay. Well, this might this might be a good question for you then, Henry. What What is your advice for for people that, you know, love Lego, but aren't necessarily the best at it. Um, but you know, are, are good enough. What's your advice to them in terms of applying for the show? What What should they do?
4: Uh, if you've got a brother who's actually really, really skilled <laughs> at building Lego, um, ask him if he's interested. And that's about as far as I got. Perfect. So, genius. A plus. No, I, I think uh, an important thing is like obviously the brick pit's wicked because you've got a whole bunch of pieces, but I think you still have problems in the brick pit where you go, oh, I don't know how I'm going to make this work. Like It's not like having all the pieces solves it. It's, um, this sounds very, very cliche, but it's, it's, you know, it's how you use the pieces. And Mm. so I think even if you've just got a couple of sets, you can get really good at techniques
5: and stuff just with what you've got. I think honestly, like, um, if you go on the show with like the experience of building with a very limited collection, you'll probably do better. Because, you know, you're used to building with just, like, you know, limitations. So when that's sort yeah. of freed up, then, like, you unlock your full potential. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of pieces. That's I'd
3: very inspirational. Before.
2: Parenti Zoe, <laughs> are you guys listening? Yeah, this is this is
1: great stuff. I'm taking notes. Talk to my brother. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to
4: see you guys on the celebs edition of yeah. Lego Masters. It's going to be wicked.
1: You mean like working behind the scenes because we're not celebrities, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll sweep up or something. I mean, speaking of just the season proper, what are those details that you were sad didn't actually make it mm. on screen? Because your builds, especially, were just so highly detailed. And like you could just tell that, like, if I was able to sit down and look at it properly. I'd be like, ah, oh, this is cool. But on TV, I was like, oh, it's got big wings and stuff, man. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> so what, what, what are the things that you wish got more screen time or that got cut completely? My
4: main one is that after the um, Secret City build where Alex and Caleb built the um, Evil Coffee Corp, mm. almost every build after that, I included a red coffee cup. Um, oh, really? Somewhere, Yeah, <laughs> somewhere in my build with like someone dead nearby. <laughs> um, oh, that's who had so been drinking funny. the coffee cup? Yeah, so I was I was really happy with that, and I just wanted to get like one of them on camera, but it just didn't really happen. Damn, but
5: that's alright. I think for me, it's um build one. Uh, Henry had the uh, ingenious idea of uh, yeah. making <laughs> making sea mines behind the serpent that when the tank was filled, they'd float and then they'd slowly float down as it was draining, and it worked. Perfectly and they looked amazing, but it never got mentioned on the show. Oh, that's oh, annoying. No. Yeah,
4: there's like one frame where you can like see them half floating. Um, so there is evidence
5: if you're really keen, <laughs> but it's just a shame, you know. It was also a completely unique way of doing a sphere. Like it wasn't a lower sphere, is very commonly done on the show for a ball. It was a Henry's own technique that he came Yeah,
4: with. which which I think um is a good point to make on that question you asked before, like how do we get such like different techniques? And it's like, it's cause I don't know how to do the normal ones. <laughs> so I just got to make yeah, it up yeah. as I go. So it's, it's a bit of a blessing in that way.
1: I guess it's cool too, because that means that no matter what in your build, you have some uniqueness like accidentally.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, I'm, I'm going to put that in my bio actually.
1: <laughs> it still counts.
4: Uniqueness accidentally.
3: And so looking back now, what, is each of yours favorite build, and was there a build that you didn't like or you weren't really happy with in the end?
4: Oh, we don't usually get asked that second question,
5: actually. Yeah. I
1: want the tea. You know what? Skip the favorite bit. We'll just go straight. <laughs> to Yeah. That. What did you hate? I'll just say
5: quickly. Favorite build was House Spider. Um, oh yeah. But least favorite Loves was that. the Secret City one. I hate that build so much. I,
1: Why? Um,
3: you didn't like the concept, or like didn't like where you guys? We had out? a very
5: rough. Um, time with that whole
4: Mm. process because the way it sort of looked on camera was like we got told the secret straight away but it was about like two hours in um that that we learned. so we started with an idea and then Brickman was like well that's not really a secret we're like then what are we meant to do we were like are we meant to do a cutaway and he said no and we're like "Uh, so then what um so (laughs) it, it was really really confusing and I get that that's what they were going for. Like, it's a secret. Mm. But that's sort of where, like, I don't think we were really on track until,
5: like, halfway through the build. Yeah. Um, and by then we already mm. committed to an idea that we were kind of lukewarm on. Yeah, um, like we'd already built some yeah, things for it. And we were like, oh, we we'll are just got to stick it out. But I love everything else we made. Also, hey, question. What was the deal with the drone
1: stuff? Like what? Just overall. Oh, my
3: God. So many questions <laughs> about the drone. Just
1: like in general. <laughs> like, what were the rules? Right. So this
4: is another thing. Yeah. So I was meaning to um, talk to you guys about this, right? Because listening to the podcast, uh, you guys seem very confused by the
3: rules. <laughs> Me just yelling for like 20 minutes straight.
4: <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, Short answer, so are we, um, <laughs> so fair enough. But I think the, the most fundamental part to understand is like if there's a Hamish-Blake bonus point, it's the deciding factor, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like if it's like, wait, how did it win even though it only got the one bonus point? It's just because that's good TV is like, oh, the thing that yeah. won. The difference
5: between a 9 out of 10 and an 8 out of 10 is huge, so... yeah that's right
1: yeah and did you have a chance to practice flying the drone like how did that all Uh,
4: yeah (laughs) so (laughs) technically yes uh (laughs) but it was one of us got to practice and that was Joss and then when we were there in the day I was like can I fly it because like I just want to have a go (laughs) and he's like
5: I trust you and that was the worst <laughs> <laughs> the worst thing he's ever said. Yeah, I, I, I legit said like um I was like I was one of the practice with it, but I've let Henry have give it a go because I'll trust him with my life and then <laughs> immediately crashed into the <laughs> Yeah.
4: You're welcome, Channel Nine.
5: Oh, that's that's
1: very good. Okay. That well, thank you for the explanation. That does make slightly more sense. Yeah. Can we ask you a question?
5: Yeah. I, I wanna do that. Oh, oh no. <laughs>
3: You can, but I might not answer.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What was your favorite episode to talk about on a podcast?
3: Ooh, I feel like for me, the finale is always the best because it's just like, it's so exciting. Everyone's putting their best foot forward. And and obviously, we get to like talk about the result. But I think that's definitely the most exciting one for me. What about you guys? I think,
2: I think for me, it was probably. The, the the gimmicky episodes i can't pick just one so you know the ones like the like the drone and the fan mm. ones because it's really fun to see Parentes and zoe just bash their head up against the wall and <laughs> <to> work <laughs> works yeah it was those fun to listen
3: to those are my angriest episodes
5: Yeah. <laughs> it's always fun to hear like you guys speculating about what would be like the best sort mm. of strategy in these situations like when it's a technical challenge because everyone's got a different answer, and I find it really yeah. interesting to hear all those perspectives. Especially because we have no idea what we're talking about
1: as well. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> a funny one with that was um, the bridge challenge. My, my first idea, I said, like, <laughs> we should put it on, like, tires, like shock absorbers, because that's what they do in, like, oh, hell yeah, in actual, um, you know, places where they have a lot of earthquakes, like in Japan mm. and stuff. Yeah. And Joss was like, nah, man, no way. We're, we're going to do this um, structure. <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, fair enough. And then uh, at the end, after the whole episode, we were talking to the um, challenge guys and we were like, what was the, um, what was like the best one in testing? And they were like, yeah, we put one on tires. And <laughs> they were like, we couldn't oh, break shit. it. They said we turned it <laughs> up to like 20 on the little scale thing and it just ate it all. Which was really uh, funny. That's wild, but,
1: but also good to know if, if anyone's listening and they yeah. enter the show and have another shaky challenge.
4: Yeah, maybe I'm not allowed to say that, but who yeah, knows? That's done, yeah. <laughs> yep, and <laughs> also um, just you know while we're on on the pod, just wanted to thank all of you guys for um, uh, all your lovely comments about our builds, especially in the Aww. finale uh, episode of the podcast, Is it really like more than. Any of the, like, this sounds really cheesy, but more than any of like seeing people reacting to it on TV, when I heard you guys saying like you really liked it, I was like, put a big smile on my
5: face.
1: Oh. Yeah.
5: I can absolutely attest to that. It really really did make my night.
1: Guys, I'm crying. <laughs> oh, thank you, guys. I mean, you made it easy by having a sick bill. So. <laughs> oh, well, thank yeah. you.
3: Thank
4: you once again. There you go. See, you've <laughs> done Absolute it. Absolute
3: pleasure watching you guys and even just like watching you grow over the season. Like obviously you're amazing from the get-go, but then just seeing you pull out these insane bills, was
2: just is so cool to watch.
1: Thanks so much. And thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, guys. And
2: congratulations again because it's no mean feat. Taking at Lego Masters, and I think you guys officially have won the the largest sum of money to ever be on the show. (laughs)
5: That's right. Still haven't got my fifty bucks yet. Damn. And there's our headline:
2: Hamish is a liar.
5: Hamish owes Joss and Henry fifty (laughs) dollars. Honestly, it's kind of cool to say that Hamish Blake owes us fifty bucks. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And you know, inflation's a thing now, so add five percent onto that. So that's right. I think we (laughs)
5: deserve interest, Joss. Fifty-two
2: dollars and fifty cents. Very nice. You're welcome.
5: Yeah. If I ever see him again, I'll let him know.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Lego Masters Deconstructed, Australia's only Lego Masters podcast. That was fun. What nice, boys.
3: Yeah, that was lovely. Thank you again to Henry and Joss for joining us and we're glad we're finally able to bring you our interview with the winners of this season.
1: Make sure you go and check out any previous episodes of the podcast if you're interested. We've got a bunch of recaps of the of the previous seasons if you wanted to go and, you know, have like a bit of nostalgia. And then also lots of interviews and the interviews are really where the good stuff is, like just just getting the real the real Lego info straight from the source. It's like the it's yeah, times. it's good times.
3: Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Legomasters underscore Deconstructed and on Twitter at LMDthepod. It's a little quiet there right now, but that will be the place you will find out when there's anything new or fun happening.
1: Yeah, we're basically on our like nine month sabbatical between (laughs) seasons. When they're in hibernation, we're in hibernation. Well, I guess they're working hard preparing the season. We're in hibernation though. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time.
2: Bye.